Welcome inside the Team CBK locker room for our preview of the 2021-2022 English Football League season, where we will be covering all three leagues and each of the 72 EFL clubs. Hi, Righty here to welcome you back inside the Team CBK locker room for the second podcast in our 2021-2022 EFL preview trilogy. Yesterday, we went through League Two, placing each club from 24 up to the number one spot. And today, we'll be doing exactly the same for League One. Now, of course, I couldn't do that on my own. I can't do it without our EFL aficionado, Matthew O'Regan. Welcome back, Matthew. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> no problem. You're, um, you're stuck now. You're in. You're in. You're committed. No, I can't get, can't get away. <laughs> and what do you think? I didn't ask you yesterday. Obviously, your first time in the locker room. What do you, what do you make of it all? Lovely. It's an impressive place, isn't it? Yeah, nice facilities. Very enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> so, well done yesterday. So, you just CPK podcast debut. Smashed it. And, um, yeah, went really well. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Good stuff. So you're obviously an exclusive company. Not many people have set foot in this locker room and you didn't get many, if any, pelters yesterday. None that mm. I've heard of. So uh, if you haven't heard that yet, um, so Matthew went through say, League 2 yesterday. So check it out on your usual podcast providers. And um, see, if we thought yesterday was tough, mate, League oh, no. 1. League 1, what a division this is. Been pulling my hair out. <laughs> oh, it's, it's horrendous. I can't. It's could, could anyone could finish anywhere. Well, I know. So we're going to have to put them somewhere. So let's see what you're made of it. And I say, I know it is super tough. So it'd be really interesting to see where you put these 24 and in what order. Um, like yesterday, I picked out my um, relegation places, my bottom four, and also I've picked out my top two. So it'd be interesting to see how we've matched up there um, as we go through it. So once you've hit my last and final relegation place, I'll let you know. So stay tuned for that. But without any further ado, let's crack on with League One, starting at the bottom. Who are you already consigning to relegation before a ball has been kicked? I've got Cambridge at bottom. No. Yeah, Super Wes is Cambridge. I know. It's... it's... Last year, they were very good with him and Mullen up front. Obviously, they've lost Mullen to drop two leagues down to Wrexham, so very odd. <laughs> Incredible, lost, isn't it? Lost players to even Kyle Null. Yeah, and uh, they've, they've brought in Sam Smith to replace Mullen, but I don't think he's got enough goals. But a very good addition. They've got uh, Jensen Weir on loan from Brighton. He's very yeah. good box-to-box midfielder, so he gives more legs and energy around Houlihan, who will have to carry them if they are to stay up but I just can't yeah, see it yeah, I know it's, you know obviously it's, <laughs> it pains me to say that it's possibly going to be a tough ask for him um, but you obviously know Jensen we're quite well as a as a Brighton midfielder yeah you yeah. think he's going to cut it um, at League One yeah he was very but Wigan before we signed him and um, yeah he, he hasn't really featured for the first team which is under 23s a lot and he's yeah box to box midfielder can contributing both boxes. So it's a very good signing for them. 
Yeah, they're, they're quite rare. They're quite thin on the ground these days. Box to box midfielders kind of used to be the the kind of the mainstay midfielder, but now it's kind of you've got your CDM, you've got your number ten. Those box to box players aren't overly common. So if you can find one that can can do that, then uh, then you're doing well. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on uh, at League One with Cambridge and. Uh, if they can do a little bit better than you're predicting. Um, I'm a little surprised you're at the bottom, not necessarily because it's Cambridge, but potentially for another club. So um, they, they are 151.0 to win the title. You're getting nice uh, odds today, though. You, yes, we are. League One, they've certainly, you can definitely notice a cut-off point yeah. around halfway in the odds, as we'll come up to as we go through these. But yeah, 151.0 to win, 34.0 to be promoted back-to-back promotions and they are the um, 2.5 to be relegated so um, very small odds there on the relegation but uh, slightly better if you if you do fancy to finish bottom worth having a look around for those odds but but there we go yeah it looks like the writing's on the wall for Cambridge if you are to believe Matthew O'Regan and the boogies and why wouldn't you oh god who you got 23rd Another promoted team, Cheltenham. So yeah, you had it in for the the relegated teams yesterday in League Two. You've got it in for the promoted teams this time round. <laughs> so Cheltenham, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> the signings that they haven't made many, and like last season, they hardly scored any goals. I think the goals were spread around sixteen players, so they didn't have one. Obviously, that's good to have goals all over, but mm. they didn't have one goal squad. Their top goal scorer scored nine, I think. Yeah. And they're, they're very good defensively. I've kept 21 clean sheets. I've got Ben Tozer has yeah. got a very good long throw. But, yeah, it's just surfing. They've got goal threat and energy from midfield. Chapman, good young talent. But, yeah, I just can't see enough goals on the team. Yeah. Uh, one of our contributors is a, is a Cheltenham fan. And he's he, last year he was forever just saying it's a 1-0, 2-0 kind of, kind of set up. And, uh, as you rightly say, good to share those goals around. Um, but if they're a decent amount, if if you're looking at sort of, sort of twos and threes, then the, then you're going to struggle. And obviously, coming up at another level um, will be tough. And it'll be interesting to see how the defence gets on. As you say, 21 clean sheets last season is a fantastic effort. Whether they can replicate that this season, obviously, if they can go anywhere close to that, it will help them in their battle for survival. But we'll obviously have to wait and see. Yeah. Odds. For them, 101.0 to win the title, 29.0 to be promoted, and 2.88. Again, very small, skinny odds there for relegation for Cheltenham. Straight back down. 22nd place. Who else is going? Uh, Fleetwood, I think. Ooh, OK. Yeah, they've had a couple of good seasons recently. Like flirted with the playoffs, I think. But, you know, just Grayson, his last few managerial stints haven't really lived up to the billing. Like, he's a great manager for this level, but... He's been yeah. around, hasn't he? Yeah, and he, he, he was fantastic in this league in the past, but, like, just the last few... Last few, like... I don't know. He's, yeah, he's just struggled, and they've lost a lot of big dressing room presents in Coots, Duffy, Whelan. Lost Wes Burns, the Ipswich, Morris has gone. So, yeah, they've just lost a lot of key players, and ones they've brought in. They've got camps in midfield with Jordan Rossiter, which would be very good. But yeah. I just... Do you um with with the management yeah, side of things? Go over there. <laughs> the physical, up front, either, so yeah, I just think 
talented in midfield, midfield, but won't get on the ball enough. So I think, yeah, I think they'll it'll bypass them a bit. Yeah. Do you think these managers, like I said, with, with the lights of um, Grayson, uh, we mentioned uh, Kenny Jacket yesterday. Do you think they now got to that point where they're being bypassed a little bit? I wouldn't call them a dinosaur manager. That'd be very disrespectful. But kind of that situation where these younger coaches are coming through. Um, the likes of, say, Russell Martin, who's obviously came through, started with his eyes on, on becoming a manager very early in his career, like early 30s, while still playing at a top level learning off some decent new coaches as well and bringing these new ideas in, new formations, new setups, and that freshness about them. Do you think the more old-school managers are being like bypassed a little bit and, and therefore Grayson comes into that category? Uh, I wouldn't say all of them being bypassed, just certain ones. I don't know. It's weird with managers because it's not like a player. You lose your ability or your legs go a bit. But like Warnock's still knocking about doing well. But just I don't know. I just think Grayson sort of might need a break from it because... He worked with a couple of squads where, like, I think it was at Blackpool and Sunderland where he didn't really, it's just not really a structure in place there. There were clubs on the downfall. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, yeah, he's it's, it's passed too far for Fleetwood this year, I think. Yeah, um, been on the merry-go-round for a little while and maybe he's a little bit dizzy. Needs to get off. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Fleetwood are 55.0 for the, for the title. They're 15.15 to be promoted. And they are 4.5 to be relegated, so the highest odds so far. Still not massive, but, but yeah, getting there. So 4.5 would be a surprise to the bookies if they were to fall through the trapdoor. But uh, you've, you've given a good justification as to why they might well do that. So we'll wait and see. Um, and who have we got in the final relegation place for you? I've made it three out of four of the promoted teams here. I've got Morecambe. <laughs> Morecambe, I think that's that's probably expected. I, I must admit, I probably had them pinned in in twenty fourth personally. Um, but go on, what's your what's your preview on them? Uh, well, obviously they've lost Adams, which we mentioned yeah. yesterday. It's a huge loss for them because he performed miracles. They've lost uh, Mendes Gomez to Luton. He's a very good young winger. Songu's yeah. gone back to Bradford. But yeah, the I can see them making like a good fight of it. They've got uh, Robinson in, you know, who's been appointed from, I think it's Motherwell, and then... Recruit I thought you were setting good. me up for your favourite joke, then. No, I wasn't going <laughs> to... I was just struggling to think. I forgot to write it down. I think it's Motherwell. It is indeed. Uh, yes. McCalmore in the field. They've re-signed Adam Phillips on loan. Uh, they've got... Yeah, Mapeke and McDonald on the wing will give good energy. But yeah, up front, it's just... They signed Obika, who's had a decent non... Non-league, no, not non-league. Uh, football league record was decent enough in Scotland, but judging off his time for Brighton, it's, I'm just not convinced by him. Obviously, might not be in the right environment, but I just don't think he's got enough in him to keep them up, really. And same with Iinga up front from Bristol Rovers. Neither, of, yeah, neither really appeal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Cole Stockton still there, isn't he, from last season? Um, yeah. He was uh, one of their like, sort of target man as such. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's going to be tough. You see you reeled off there the, the key absentees, which possibly outweigh, and I agree with you, probably outweigh the the, the new recru- recruits. And we moaned yesterday that we weren't getting these big odds, and here we have it. They've, they've gone for them again. Morecambe, exactly the same odds as they were last year. 201.0 to win the title. Oh, be rude not to. 
<laughs> Get on for a bit of each way fun. If they could do it again, it would be absolutely mind blowing. Uh, but they're two hundred and one point zero to win the title. They're forty one point zero to be promoted, and they are the favourites to be relegated at two point um, sorry two point two to be relegated back from whence they come. I have two of those four, just to let you know. I had Cambridge and I had Morecambe in my bottom four. Who you got just surviving by their skin of their teeth? I reckon this is one of the ones we've got in your bottom four. I've gone for Wimbledon. I'm far too predictable, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I have got Wimbledon, yes. Yeah, I think it would be very tight, but yeah, they've got managers very good at bringing through youth players. Got Woodyard in midfield, but yeah, big losses. They've lost Piggott to Ipswich and Ryan Longman, who was on loan from Brighton, he's gone to Hull. But yeah, they've looked decent in pre-season. They've got very good young players like Rodoni and Asal. Asal was got player of the month for April. Got good centre-backs in Nightingale and Hennigan. And Darius Charles has returned. Yeah, and they signed good young midfielders, McCormack and Marsh from Chelsea and Tottenham. So yeah, they've got a very good young team. And Manji is very good at young players. And the thing I think will be key, they're back home for the first time in years. So I think that will yeah. push them over the line, the home crowd being back in Wimbledon. That's that's huge, isn't it? And and absolutely fantastic that that's yeah that's that's happened. You know, I remember Plough Lane back in the day. Again, I'm showing my age and long time before you were even thought of. Um, but yeah, the lights of you know Fashion New at Plough Lane and and Vinnie Jones and um, the rest of them, the Crazy Gang. What yeah, incredible that was. But um, yeah, um, great to have them back there. To be fair, and it's it's one of those kind of iconic places. So. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. To be honest, a little soft spot there for them, and uh, I hope they do survive. But um, my money's on them just dropping, unfortunately. But um, they are 70.0 to win the title, 21.0 to get promoted, and 3.75 to um, to be relegated. Interesting. I hope I hope they do stuff as well, but I think they will just. Yeah, you've got them surviving. So, as I said, I hope you're right and I hope I am wrong. Well, <laughs> other than financially. <laughs> okay, we're up to 19. See, this is a team I thought would do well and then just going through the league, I just can't justify moving high. It's so hard. It's Gillingham. Okay, right, Gillingham. Yeah, obviously, I saw them in action last night. Not realistically their first team last night, half of it. But uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough league. Well, it's a hard one to judge, isn't it? To be honest, they, yeah. I think they had about 25% of the ball. Uh, I think they were working on defensive shapes and uh, so on last night. So I think how they saw it as a training training drill, they didn't really get out of their own half. So it'd be hard to make an make a educated opinion on them on the basis of that and the fact. I think they had like five of their first team, um, who you'd consider in the in the first team set up missing. Um, for whatever reason, you know, tactical or, or injury-wise, and they had a couple of trialists playing as well. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be unfair, especially you know, against such fantastic Premier League opposition. <laughs> I think it was uh, it's a tough one to call. But um, what have you made of them from what you've seen and what you've read? Yeah, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, they've had a, like a few COVID outbreaks during pre-season, so it's been hard to get the friendlies in. So that's might be why the players are missing. I could be wrong, but... I'm... No, they have, yeah. They they had a similar setup to, to Norwich where I think it was a case of the, the friendly was put on because uh, you know, both clubs had missed a couple of pre-season games. So they have had a poor, well, a, a tough pre-season for sure. 
Yeah, but like in terms of the squad, they've got uh, Amos returning from Bristol Rovers. They've got Goodman filled with him, Lloyd, Reeves. Phillips is an interesting one from Watford on loan. He'd, he'd slide tackles Nan for the last slice of birthday cake. He's a, <laughs> he'd, he'd go for anyone, but he's, he's also good on the ball. He's a fantastic player. So he had a dust up last night, guy. actually. He had a square up with Max Aarons. Yeah. Right, right towards the end team. as well. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a nutter. I've watched him a couple of times for Watford. He's, he's great, though. But yeah. they've also got uh, Rhys Bennett, who's a solid centre-back from Carlisle. He's, he loves the goal, which Evans really likes in a centre-back. Got the Dane Oliver up front, he scored 20. Mm. But yeah, they're just lacking a bit of depth in defence. They've lost Ogliff to Portsmouth, but they've got coming in, in goal as well. So yeah, it's just a bit of a hard team to call then, especially with the lack of pre-season. It's very hard to judge. Yeah, um, one thing they have got, as you mentioned, Oliver up front, who hit 20 last season, didn't he? I know we, yeah. as part of CBK, he, we were on him a, a little bit towards the end of the season because he was in a great, great run of form. So if you've got a goal scorer, you're always going to have a chance. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how they pan out. As you say, it won't take a lot to turn that 19th probably into 9th because of <laughs> the league as it is. Oh, but yeah, um, it's a tough one. But yeah, no, I, I'll make you right and i say it's been a tough It's been a tough pre-season for them. So uh, we'll see how they how they start. But uh, odds on them, 80.0 to win the title, 13.0 to be promoted, and just 5.0 to be relegated. Not again, GC odds. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's plenty about in League One. <laughs> if you fancy an outsider... This is your league. Who you got next? This is a team I spoke to about a few weeks ago, but I've just dropped them down completely from where I originally had them. Shrewsbury. <laughs> yeah, you did mention them. Yeah. Oh, wow. 18th. Yeah. I just, they've got Cottrell, who's fantastic at this level. And yeah, they've got Ogbita and Elliot Bennett at wingbacks, the two of the best wingbacks like, options in the league. Bennett's been there, done it. Morocco yeah. goal, great. And they've got Norburn, Davis and Vela can play really well in midfield. Bowman and Udo's look good in pre-season, but Bowman's a bit... Don't know how it's fair at this level. It's just So, on the on paper, it's good, but the depth is awful. I think the other day in a friendly, they only took 16 players and three of them yeah. were goalies. So, they only have about 20 players and they include like, a few youth players. So, they're just lacking in depth completely. Yeah, a few injuries and you're in trouble. Exactly. And, but they've got a couple of good youth players one who's really caught the eye for me is Bloxham up front. He's 17, I think like six foot five. I've watched him a couple of times towards the back end of last season. He's an absolute unit. Yeah, he just can't get can't get the ball of him. So mm. he's a good backup to have at that age. So yeah, sounds interesting. He's even taller than you. Yeah, I know, just about. <laughs> well, yeah, interesting to see. So is he? I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know him. Uh, is he? Um, is he a, like say a target? Obviously, that height. He's got aerial presence. Is, is he more of the Peter Crouch style that that size, or is he more you know a big target man, big strong target man? It's it's hard to judge because he only played about five, I think, towards the end of last season. But yeah, he started a couple of games. He, he looks like he's got all round game, not just target man. And yeah, they think highly of him and Caton up front, both two youngsters, both signed new deals this summer, so it could yeah. be their breakthrough season. Because like I said, Bowman and Udo, I don't know if they could get goals at this level, but Bloxham and Kate, and there could be a young partnership for many years to come for them. 
Absolutely. Well, definitely ones to keep an eye on there. Very interesting. So, uh, to be honest, it'd be great to see Cottrell back in the dugout. Obviously, he had a really tough oh, yeah. year last year, didn't he? So, um, and, and fair play to him for, for, for getting through that and, uh, and, and, and doing, doing the job with the help of his kind of lieutenants there as well. So, um, again, another side that you'd like to see do, do well. Um, odds on those, 60.0 to win the title, 17.0 to be promoted and 5.0 to be relegated. We're up to 17. Crew Alexandra. Crew, okay. What you got on crew? They recruit that, uh, they complete their recruitment, sorry, quite early. So they've had quite a settled squad over pre-season, but they've also in recent months, and like January and this summer, lost Perry and G, Pickering, Winter, all great players. And Tom Lowry might not sign a good contract. So that's four like key players leaving but yeah like I said they're another team that always seems to have good recruitment and always seems to have the next best thing coming through the youth signed Ramsey on loan from Southampton they've got McFadden he can play on the other wing back they signed Sunderland Mandarin up front adds goals and target man play and yeah they've got a few young players like Turk Lundstrom who could have fantastic seasons for them so yeah crew I think have been like the the, the youth kind of set up for such a such a long time so mm. they just keep seemingly churning these these young lads out and uh and and surviving themselves but uh, as they kind of producing well i suppose it's what's keeping them going is that they're producing these young lads uh like ng who's obviously he went to cardiff didn't he uh last yeah. year so you know and he's keeping the club afloat i guess and and to do that at league one level on on that kind of budget when you look at look down that that league and see some of the clubs that are in there, then um, absolute credit goes to to crew for doing that. And I don't know. I guess they'd, they'd take another season of survival, seeing a couple of their, their yeah. younger lads come through and producing them, and and, and say keeping the club going. Um, but yeah, keeping out of trouble, I guess, is their main priority. And anything more than that, we a bonus. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's just about developing players like Lundstrom, players like that. They can sell for big fees and just continue that ticking over, really. Absolutely, yeah. So, well, that's 60.0 to win the title, 17.0 to get promoted, and 5.0 to get relegated. So, exactly the same setup as Shrewsbury there. We'll mm. see which one of those two does the better. And we're on to 16th place. And a Burton. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Unbelievable job last year. Got nine. They won nine of the first 12 games, him and I can't pronounce his name, Mamaria, I think. Yeah. Yeah, winning nine. Dino. Well. Yeah, that's, yeah, I should have just gone so simple, but yeah. They, First day terms, didn't we, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but very good vibe around the place as well. Like, uh, done a lot of deals for some made the squad younger. Got Lewis Moult, who unfortunately is injured for a while, but if he can find his mug well for him, he should score plenty. Got Kane Hemmings, who can get double digits this league. Got Holloway, who can come up front, bring something different. Yeah, just good recruitment. Uh, I think they can carry on the momentum they've had under Hasselbank. So, yeah, 16th will be another very solid season for them. Yeah. Um, Hasselbank, as you said, you touched on it. Incredible job that he did. And I think there was something there like eight or nine points adrift when, yeah. when he came in and it, it looked doomed. like... Yeah, exactly. Doomed is the perfect word. And uh, he managed to galvanise them. And I remember, like, I think they had lots of games in hand, didn't they? They had lots of games in hand. But people said they're not points on the board. It's going to come too too thick and fast for them to make advantage of that. And and and, and 
yeah, I'll use your word again, they were doomed. But um, he managed to say, pull, pull it around, put in a fantastic string of results. And they've got to go into this season with plenty of confidence. And if they can replicate anything like that kind of form, they're going to be knocking on the door. But uh, again, another one of those outfits that you say that they've, uh, they're going to be making sure they survive. And then anything over than that, because there's some huge clubs in this league, uh, they've got to try and contend with uh, and compete against. So uh, again, safety first, anything else will be a bonus. So uh 42.0 to win the title, 11.0 to be promoted, and 6.0 to be uh, relegated. So the bookies kind of make them that sort of mid-table side as well. We still have, we, yeah, again, it's, it's one of those stories. You are? Yeah, oh, you, yeah you're going to be in that neck of the Yeah. yeah. So be watching them quite a bit, so I hope they're up around the playoffs. Yeah, well, it'll be exciting if they are. So we will see. We'll see. Well, you hope they finish 16th, just to be like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. 15th. Doncaster Rovers. Doncaster, another, another one of those sides that's been, been around, been up higher, and uh, a big name for League One. Yeah, like I remember they were the first ever team to play, or well, the first competitive game at the Amex when we were in the Championship. So yeah, they've been... Then uh, Bouts appointed Wellens, plays fantastic football for this level, yeah. But Kyle Noel from Cambridge, who's fantastic wing back. Ben Close on a free from Portsmouth, fantastic bit of business. And they've re signed Matt Smith from Arsenal alone to partner him. Still got the likes of Tom Anton in defence, who's been fantastic for them. But yeah, they, they relied a lot on loans last year. And a few of them are left. Obviously, Darren Moore's left. Yeah, yeah, tough, good loans this year. They've got Kukur in from Watford, who's a young striker. He looks he looks a handful. And they've also got Barlow in, being released from Man United. Both of them have linked up well in pre-season. So that's a partnership to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, so I've got them 15th. Yeah, player that I've seen and caught my eye before is Omar Bogle, who's oh, sort yeah, of been yeah. around and threatened to do well. He's quite a, quite a handful, isn't he? Um, and I yeah. saw a very interesting stat uh, on on Twitter the other day about Doncaster is that they've only sacked one manager in the last ten years. Who was that? Which is... Was it Ferguson or was he? <laughs> I haven't got that detail, <laughs> but um, yeah, but it shows you that obviously they they're normally obviously doing okay because you you don't yeah. if you're not sacking a manager it normally means that you're up there or thereabouts and they're doing well and they then leave because they're doing well and a, a, a side higher up the, the food chain has decided to take them on so um with the likes of darren moore that you've mentioned mentioned already so um it'll be interesting to see how they get on um as i say they've got some interesting players there and those that come in on loan and very much a, a sort of lower league situation where you bring these lads in on loan, quite often the younger ones from the bigger clubs, the Premier League clubs, and you don't know, quite know what you're going to get, do you? Yeah, but you could it. get an absolute, you know, a, a worldie and uh, that, that can be enough to make a difference at this level to, to push you further up. So it'll be interesting to see how a lot of these teams get on with the, the players that they're picked out from the Premier League. And the Premier League clubs have such a huge stable of loan sign of loan players that go out, don't they? Like twenty players, um, youngsters going out into these lower leagues, which is fantastic. But say so it's finding those those good ones that you watch and uh, and you think, well, they're definitely one for the future. So we'll see what Doncaster's collection make of it. But they're forty two point zero to win the title. They're eleven point zero for promotion, and they're seven point zero if you fancy it all to go wrong and for them to go down. Who you got in 14th? 
think neither one of the Bushy's favourites got go down, but I've got Atkinson. Atkinson, yeah, they're yeah, they're sort of probably the bottom lower lower third yeah. of the league as far as the odds are concerned. But yeah, they've got Coleman, who's done been there for ages and stuff. <laughs> fantastic. He's probably been there before I was born at this rate. <laughs> An age, yeah, they've flirted with players before, but came eleventh. Got front two of Charles and Bishop, which is ridiculous and. Yeah, like um, an underrated aspect of them, I think, is the location they're in. They're surrounded by a lot of, whilst it's not good for like supporters, like they'll have a lot of Manchester United fans there, Man City, Liverpool, but they're able to pick up. Well, they're in Surrey. I thought Accrington was up north. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> but, yeah, Apologies, Man United fans. I, I don't mean it much. <laughs> but, yeah, I get your point. So yeah, up up there in the in the northwest. Yeah, they picked up like Joe Hardy. Uh, picked up Coyle from Liverpool. They've uh, loaned a couple of players from Man City, Burnley. Yeah, so they they're picking up good young players from the Prem, and Coleman excels at helping them develop. Then yeah. they've got they kept cat, club cut, club captain Connolly. Got Harry Pell to partner in. So yeah, they've just got a full squad. They've kept good strikers, good managers. So, yeah, they should be comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, some big, well, signings from from some big um, Premier League clubs there, and they say in that neck of the woods, then they can uh, they're, they're handy to have, and they've made the most of that situation for sure. So, again, as you rightly say, a manager with with so much experience and and experience at this club, and 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 sort of knowing what what it takes to survive and 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 do well. So. Um, we will see how they get on. Um, odds on those, uh, I think they're very generous odds, to be fair. Uh, do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see them. I've, I've, I've actually put them a little higher than you, just outside the playoffs for me. But um, again, it's so tight to call. But their odds to win the title are 70, 70.0. Uh, they're 17.0 to get promoted and they're 5.0 to be relegated. So definitely been underestimated or expected to be in that lower third by the bookies. And um, I think they might be a little bit of a surprise package this season, but we will definitely, see. Yeah. Always are. Yeah, well, I so say they they one of those overachievers. But um, I say if they've used the loan market well up in the northwest, um, then anything's possible. We'll see what happens. That moves us to 13. I've got Plymouth Argyle. Have you? Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> just, they just get goals. They just their defence was atrocious last year, but their goals in Hardy and Luke Jeffcott, who scores 23 and 64, I think for them. Got Ryan Brewman on loan in midfield from Peterborough, who's fantastic for Cheltenham. But yeah, and they've got a uh, Horton as well, deep line playmaker, perfect for low possessions uh, football. And then they've they've made strides to improve the defence. They've got in Galloway, who was meant to be a next big thing, but injuries have ruined that. They've signed a uh, Ipswich Player of the Year, James Wilson. It wasn't hard to win Ipswich Player of the Year, <laughs> but it just shows he's got a bit about him. I was runner-up to that. I was a bit disappointed, to be honest with you. But, I think third yeah. as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've got uh, Adam Randall, who was fantastic on loan at Torquay last year. So he'll, he'll be perfect for Plymouth this year. So, yeah, they've got a nice nice team. Just defence was a worry, but they've made the right steps to address it. So I think mid-table again for them. OK. Well, Plymouth are my final tip for relegation. Oh, I could tell by when I said 
Plymouth. <laughs> I had a little reaction, I could tell. You did get a little reaction from me. I think they had an absolutely awful, I haven't got the stats to hand, but I did see them earlier. Um, Plymouth had an absolutely awful end to last season. And I'm quite a big fan of the momentum situation where that potentially carries on into the new season. Um, so we'll see. Uh, just felt that so they, they, their form away was awful. Um, obviously, a trip from Plymouth to anywhere is is like a, more or less an overnight expedition. So it's uh, that's got to go against them a little bit, I think. Um, and I so said the, the the goals against was was pretty poor, and the the end of season last season was was horrendous. So that was the basis that with such a tight division, where I could see pretty much anything happening. I had a look and I just wanted a little bit of extra value and I had a quick look through. Um, they're not a massive price to go down. They're 4.5 to get relegated Plymouth. But I, I thought, yeah, I'll take a chance on them. They're 51.0 to win the title. They're 17.0 to get promoted. Um, so again, they're probably pitched somewhere in the middle, but I just had a feeling that for, for odds of 4.5, I've had a little little play on Plymouth to go down. So we'll see how that one pans out. But that was my bottom four. Um, completed with them. So let's move on to the top half of the table. I've got uh, Wickham Wanderers. Relegated from the Championship just yeah, on the last day of the season, last under season. The season. Unbelievably. I thought they were like going to just, yeah, just whimper out, but they absolutely just dug in. They ended it so well. And whilst it like his last day, but it wasn't like they, they they just kept going to the end there. Yeah, they did. They did. So they were written off from, well, from sort of this time last season and then yeah. pretty much every week from then on in. But, yeah, I think like, fair play to how they performed last year when they were massively punching above their weight last season and uh, came close, came close. And even after they got relegated, there was still that glimmer that if Derby were going to get kicked out of the championship, they still had a chance of going back into it. But obviously not to be. They are League One. You, you've got them sort of top half just... Yeah, but they're another team. They could, they like no one ever predicts them to do well, but they always do recently. So I think they're another one. But like, yeah, the football's not the prettiest. I think if I remember correctly, playoff final against Oxford. Um, <laughs> I think they were in the the double digits for completed passes. Like they just, <laughs> but they've managed to win. That's what they do. Like they might not. Yeah. They've lost uh, Ix Paisley though to Middlesbrough, but they've brought in Sam Vokes, who's very mm. interesting signing. Like he's poor at Stoke, but. As we all know, he's done it in the Prem. Yeah. And I've got uh, Joe Jacobson, who's crossing for him. So him crossing and votes heading it in to be deadly. And they've got Wheeler Horgan behind him, creating it. And they've picked up Sully Kakai from uh, Blackpool. Josh Scoen has returned. Got ex-Chelsea defender Wakely in. And they've got experience of uh, Jacobson, Bloomfield, McCleary. So they've got a nice mix of everything. But yeah, as I keep reiterating, it's just how strong the league is. Yeah, absolutely. And they've got a beater in as well, haven't they? Another, another winger. So it's obviously yeah. how they're going to be playing. Exactly. Um, and, and yeah, I think they're one of those sides that um, I've got them up in the playoffs personally. So it's, it's tight. But again, Ainsworth is another manager that's been there through thick and thin. Um, and let's face it, they've had more thick than thin. And even in last year, uh, I think Ainsworth actually said uh, at the end of last season when they were kind of confirmed as being relegated that it was still probably the biggest achievement that he'd done since he'd been at the club. Um, and the, the club should be proud of what they had done, but they've got to go next season. And, and it's a different concept where 
it's not going to be a free hit every week. They are going to be one of the, the kind of more fancied sides in the league. So um, the odds reflect that. And this is why I said that pretty much a split in the middle of the table um, where we're going from signs that were like 40 and 50 to 1. Here we go with Wickham. Odds to win the title are 21.0. Uh, 8.0 to get promoted and 9.0 to get relegated. So it's a clear and defined sort of haves and have not split in that middle. And I think Wickham, like you, you touched on with their completed passes, I think they, when they got promoted, they were probably, if not the lowest side for possession in the league, they were in the bottom three or four, weren't they? Uh, I think they averaged kind of in the, the 20s, 30% possession. So um, they're comfortable doing what they do and it's obviously successful a couple yeah, of seasons yeah. ago let's see if they can do it again hopefully I quite like them so I'll like them to go about yeah I think unless you're a Peterborough fan you've got quite a bit of a soft spot for Wickham obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> the playoffs a couple of seasons back who have you got just outside the top 10 in 11th uh, as you touched on earlier with Plymouth having bad momentum I've got Bolton because uh, the way they ended the season was like a steam train like they won 16 of the last 22 games incredible so they've just got all the momentum and Everett's finally settled he's with possession based football it's always hard to like get your philosophy across and I think it took a bit of time to bed in with the new signings but once he got going there's no stopping him could easily have been binned off early doors couldn't he let's face yeah, it yeah but they've stuck with him I thought he's gone I'd gone after the start yeah. yeah stuck with him recruitment's been good they've got Sheehan in from Newport who are I was convinced he was going to get a championship move, but so they've done very well to attract him there. They've got Doyle, who can get goals at this level. In 2019, he equaled Jamie Vardy's record of 11 consecutive uh, goal, like, goals in games in League Two. Nice. Got, uh, they finally signed a replacement for Jilks, who I don't think is good enough. They've got Dixon in from Barrow. An exciting young loan signing of uh, Xavier Amici from uh, Hamburg. Bakayogo they've got in, who's very good at this level of Coventry so yeah mm. if it all clicks they could just keep going just get playoffs again like all promotion like last year but yeah, yeah. I've got them 11th yeah so uh, it's tough again we've, we've, we've mentioned it we've, we've this league has got some big names in it and Bolton probably although they were promoted last season they're probably one of the first ones that you'd, you'd say were a, a bigger club than League One um, in as far as the setup they had Obviously, it was completely fell apart for them and, and down into League Two. But back now, I think probably consolidation would be a good season for them. Um, and if they can stay there or thereabouts, you never know. They could sneak into those playoffs. But um, uh, yeah, I think an 11th place finish would be a fair return to consolidate and then and look to build again next season, keeping some of the better players around them. But as you say, some interesting recruits they've brought in there which, again, if they gel, which is probably going to be a, a theme running through this top 10, if yeah. they gel, could well um, could well see them go a little bit higher than the 11th you've got them set. But very similar to Wickham, odds 21.0 to win the league, 11.0 to be promoted, and 9.0 for relegation. Into the top 10, who you got? This really pains me to have them 10th, because it's a team we, we've talked about quite a lot, and you know I'm a massive fan of them, but MK Dons. Oh yeah, MK Dons. It's been a tough few days. Let's say that. If Martin was still there, I'd 100% have them in the playoffs. But the uncertainty of how he's left so close to the season, just a lot of things to still iron out. So 
Yeah, I don't think they're very happy about how it's gone, been been dealt with, have they? They've, they've no. kind of made it quite clear that you know, a couple of days before their first competitive game of the season for Swansea to go in and 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 make that approach, then uh, they weren't weren't overly keen on that, weren't happy about that. Um, and, and Martin obviously is, is hugely respected at League One, despite realistically only having a one season there, uh, and was doing a great job. MK Dons. Can they continue it? That's the big question. So what do you make of what they've got within the, the changing room at the moment? Yeah, their midfield is just stands out to me. They've got Kazemi's box-to-box midfielder. Matt O'Reilly excels at this level. Robson as well. They signed us Scott, Scott Twine. He can just he can score from anywhere. He did it at Swindon and Newport for a bit. Yeah, the makings of a good squad up front. They've got very good options. And Isa, who scored a lot of goals for Cheltenham. Troy Parrott, who struggled at Ipswich, but He's fought really highly on uh, Tottenham. And they've got Max Waters on loan, who was great at um, Pooley, but wasn't really given a chance at uh, Cardiff. But, yes, yeah, so they've got midfield strikers and defence. They've got Warren O'Hora. They've got experience of Dean Lewington. Harry Darling, is just keeps, his stock keeps rising since he joined from Cambridge. So, yeah, on paper, I can't fault them. I can't not have them in the players, but... All the uncertainty I've had to add them in tent. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, I've got the odds for their next manager and uh, Jody Morris. Morris yeah. yeah, he is the favourite at this moment in time. Um, three to one, so not not just like the usual <laughs> very much high odds on favourite. Uh, got Dean Lewington as the second favourite. John Terry third favourite. Michael Duff, who's at Cheltenham at the moment, uh, eight Don't to one. And Morris is a perfect fit. I, I think that's a very interesting move. It's kind of similar to to the um, Russell Martin one. Obviously, Jody Morris has has been with um, Lampard for for a while, hasn't he? Um, yeah. As a number two, so a good good move, I'd say for his um, for his first managerial job. So. Yeah, we're interested to see if that one lands. Frank Lambert himself is 12 to 1. Can't quite see that one. But uh, yeah, there we go. We will see what happens. But Morris, the favourite at the moment. And uh, you've got them in at 10th. And as you say, I think a lot of people probably have chalked them down a, a, a handful of places based on Martin going. But they get the recruitment right. The players are there, as you say, to um, push that on and, and fulfil the ambitions that they had prior to his departure 23.0 to win the title 7.0 to get promoted and 9.0 for it to all fall apart and for them to be relegated on to ninth this one gets interesting this is where who knows this is what you've been having sleepless nights over (laughs) no literally i've finished in the easter signing outside the playoffs but i've got portsmouth in ninth yes wow yeah it's it's a brave pool but yeah <laughs> they just they've got good options up front. They've got Marquis, Harness and Curtis. They've got their striker signed from Norwich. I'll let you pronounce that one. I don't think that's fair. I think this is your your gig, mate. I think you should pronounce it. <laughs> Gassan had me. Absolutely spot on. Perfect. Well done. Uh, and they've also signed George Hurst, who I just don't get the hype around him on loan, but yeah, they've signed Ogliv at left back, Bazanu in goals, great young keeper, Ryan Tunnicliffe in midfield. Very strong first team. They've got Cowley brothers in who just can achieve promotion with anyone, but just lost a lot of players. So, like I said, Joe, they're in the midfield, very weak, and 
their squad depth is a massive worry again. Yeah. Again, I think we've touched on a couple of points and it's a bit of a repetition. Is One, the sides are gelling with a lot of new players coming in, how that works out. And then also the other sides that have probably got a very, very strong 1-11. to But once suspensions and injuries kick in, it's how they, they cope with that, which will be a, which could be a decider. So, um, as you say, they had me up front um, on loan from Norwich is, is certainly uh, impressed them in, in pre-season, scoring goals yeah, for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he's, he's not really had a chance to do anything. He was, he was, he was out on loan um, last season and, and picked up a foot infection quite early on. Um, so only made I think about six appearances out on loan last season, so didn't even have a chance to impress there. Gone off on trial, impressed on trial, scored goals galore, and uh, has been given a, you know, a season loan. So could be anything, but definitely one to take a chance on. He's got a, a, a <laughs> Marquis John Marquis is a player that I I love to get involved with whenever he's playing, especially when it's on TV. As he has, he normally gets two or three TV games a Hard season. Yeah. He loves a goal, loves a card, and normally both at the same time. So mm-hmm. um, we've, we've won a little bit on him in the past as well. So another one to keep an eye on. It's probably going to get, as he gets a little bit older, each year goes by, it's probably going to become even more um, even even more of a, a bet to get, get involved in. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, good management team. Um, be interesting to see how they, how they go about this season. But I say another one of those big clubs at League One level that – one of them's going to be well. A few of them are going to be missing out. So um, you've got them just just missing out. So we'll um, odds for them: thirteen point zero to win the title, five point zero to get promoted, and seventeen point zero to be relegated. On to seventh place, which eighth. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. My bad. I forgot. <laughs> Change your order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another big club missing out. In eight, Sunderland. That's huge call. They are, without you know, spoiling the fun here. They are the favourites to get promoted. I've, I, I might, I, I think I'm being a bit generous on them as well. Still having them in eight, but Sunderland. So I've got to have them there. But <laughs> they've signed out Alex Pritchard, who obviously I'm not the biggest fan of, but you might we, be. We both know and love. <laughs> uh, yeah, love hate relationship. Callum <laughs> uh, Doyle, what sent about seventeen year old, has looked. Immense in pre-season, but yeah, they've just let so many players go. They let White Power go to Wigan, so they're strengthening another League One team. Maguire, big game player, very good at set pieces, gone to Lincoln. But yeah, they've got uh, McGeady extending is very big. Corey Evans, good signing experience. Got Luco Nine, who's versatile. Gooch, Diamond, McGeady are good options to have an attack. But squad lacks pace, depth. Hardly got any fullbacks. Not it's going to be hard to replace White. You've got Stewart, who's similar mould, but I don't think it's as good. And Johnson is, I like the way they play football, but he's a very streaky manager. He'll go and win yeah. twelve in a row, and then he'll lose <laughs> fifteen in a row. So they just, you can't call them. But yeah, just lack yeah. of depth in defence and up front. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he's he is <laughs> that is a perfect term for him. Most definitely, probably the poster boy for uh, being a streaky manager. Uh, and you've nailed it there. So I think the the fan base there is just so desperate for them to do well, but they just seem glum all the time. They just seem to be being let down all the time from what yeah. I can make from the outside looking in, letting their better play, young players go for next to nothing. 
Um, they obviously had the league's top scorer last season and let him go, as you say, to a rival. Um, brought in a couple of players. It'll be interesting to see most definitely how Pritchard gets on because it was was a, like a multi-million pound yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> attacking midfielder not too many years ago. Uh, obviously, was at Norwich, went to Huddersfield, uh, was going to Brighton. And uh, yeah, That's it's it. very... It. yeah. It's very um, interesting to see how he'll get on at League One because he should rip that that league up most definitely. Um, but um, yeah, I think there's enough uncertainty and probably negativity around the club to to warrant putting them just missing out. So uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, and certainly I don't make them favourites. Don't no. make them. I think they're just always favourites every it's year. Sunderland, yeah, they're important. They're just big clubs. Yeah. So. I haven't got the stats on it, but this is their fourth season in League One now, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've been favourite to, to get promoted each of those four seasons, but um, certainly been up there in the top two or three. Um, but yeah, 8.0 to win the title, 3.3 to be promoted, and 26.0 to be relegated. Um, I don't think you'll be winning on any of those odds, <laughs> but we'll see. I say it's tight and another big club at League One desperately trying to get out of it. So, we're into the playoffs. No, no, no. We're not, are we? Not yet. We're no, seven. seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing up the numbers, I'll tell it's you. My, it's my confusion. I, I <laughs> a few just before we went on. Who yeah, is going to miss out of the playoffs by one place? <laughs> Lincoln. Lincoln, okay. Just missing out. Yeah, they finished 11th last season and very big bonus, Appleton. That is, it's very good news. He's on the mend again, so it's Wish him all the best, luckily. Yeah. Uh, got Johnson and Rogers, who they lost on loan. They had on loan, they lost out on, and George Grant keep there to Peterborough. So, yeah, they just brought in very good players at this level. Maguire in from Sunderland, as I mentioned earlier. Sorensen had a good season at Enkledonta, brought in. And Lindaloo from Southampton on loan. Mm-hmm. Brought in Ferroni on loan from City. Their, their midfield is just so much talent. Brigkai's great holding midfielders. Max Sanders, he was brought in very highly rated at Brighton, but yeah, he didn't really kick on last season, but I think now he's settled in, he'll do well. And centre back, they've got talent, they've got Mont Sommer, who just seems to score every header he gets, so he's an added goal threat. So, yeah, they're well stoked to push up the league. Yeah, and uh, again, another good job that Appleton did last season. And um... Should be there or thereabouts, as you, you say. You've got them there, just just missing out in seventh. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be very, very tight. So um, only a matter of a few points will split these these clubs that we're talking about now. Um, but yeah, I expect to to do well. And I think Appleton used his contacts extremely well last season, and will do so again this season, um, both in the summer and the winter window. So um, if they're there or thereabouts, potentially pull a few strings, and that could be the the deciding factor. But You've obviously got them in the mix and uh, just missing out. So we'll see how they get on. But they're 19.0 to be uh, the champions. They're 6.0 to get promoted. And they're 12.0 to be relegated. So uh, quite small odds there, well, realistically, for a, a well-fancied side to, to, to go down. Can't see that. But we'll, uh, we'll see how that one pans out over the course of the season. I built it up. To, you know, now, officially, <laughs> who have you got in the playoffs? Excited. Uh, and I was getting excited. Okay, yeah, Paul Warren's Rotherham United, the yo-yo club of, exactly. between League One and the Championship, most definitely. Yeah, they've lost Crooks, who has a massive impact in game. He's gone to Borough, but they've 
they're, they're not going to be lacking in height. They've signed a Odofin from Hamilton. He's six foot three, can play centre mid, centre back. Also signed uh, Oliver Rathbone. They've flashed out on from Rochdale. He's a fantastic player. Got Lindsay and Wiles in midfield. Pace from the wings with Miller and Ogbeen. And up front, they've got loads of Coyote and Smith, who are big, big players. Like, yeah, hard to get off the ball. And Freddie Ladapo up front. So, got a good mix midfield. Yeah, very good mix. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I've actually got them getting promoted, Rotherham. Um, I've I've actually got them down as my my my, my champions. Uh, you'll be interested to know. Uh, I just think that Warren knows his way out of this division. He knows yeah. this club inside out. He knows what he wants from his players, and he's kept enough of the core of that team to probably um, know exactly what what he wants from them. So he knows what the players. If he loses one, exactly the type of player that he wants to bring in. He's he's very well thought of, and he's quite shrewdy. And um, I was disappointed to see them to go down, and they had loads of problems with COVID, didn't they, last season, and left yeah, them play and play and catch up in the championship, which was relentless, and they just just missed out. But I, I don't think I could ever remember them getting a, a hide in last season. I think they were they were just losing by the odd goal here and there, and had a fairly tight goal difference, but ultimately didn't get enough points. So. But this is their, this is most definitely their, their their league, their level as such, where they, they will excel. Um, and I've got them doing it again, and I've got them getting up again. But you've got them in six, so the playoffs will obviously mean they'll have a chance to uh, to go up via that route. Odds on them winning the title are fifteen point five, um, promotion is five point five, and relegation is thirteen point zero. Should be well Fifth up place. There, yeah. yeah, should Chol- be, should be. Cholton Athletic. Another big club. Yeah, finished seventh last year. They've lost uh, Anike, who's got 15 last year. But yeah, they're just very solid it's in defence. Ennis from Mayo. They've got goalie. They've got a very talented midfield, Dobson and Gilby. Jaden Stockley signed permanent. He's got eight goals in 22 on loan, but got 35 and 66 for Exeter. They've yeah. all, they've, they're a club, again, like we were meant to recruit earlier, always seem to have good young players coming through. And a key factor is Nigel Adkins in charge. He's Done it with scum for this level, Southampton. He's yeah, he's just very good at getting teams out of this league. So yeah, managed at the top level, as you say, Southampton. But like you look where Scunthorpe are now, um, you can't quite compare it. But they weren't a million miles off on the setup that they've got at the moment, and he got them up into the championship, didn't he? So yeah, exactly. as I say, um, from a physio to being a, a manager, and, and is one that's done really well, and a tough gig replacing Boya, who. Yeah, pulled up trees for Charlton when he was there and has obviously then went on and done exactly the same thing for Birmingham, keeping them up in the Championship last season. Yeah, he did fantastic there. And the squad's not all complete yet, but they've got a chairman who seems to seem to know what he's doing and he really enjoys being there. I saw a video of him at Craven Cottage, <laughs> like interacting with the fans. Like just another team with a good vibe. Like the amount of times I've been to Charlton where there's been protests about the owners yeah. got rid of them. So it's only they're only going to go up and I think it's just time will tell. They'll get a few good loan players, I think, with the end of the window. I think yeah. they'll be right up there again. Yeah. Um, I was speaking last season with one of the coaching staff at Charlton and was saying what a horribly toxic environment it was under the then chairman. And obviously you've now said that as far as the um, the fans are concerned there. And that once that got done, I think... A, towards the end of last season, you know, we, if they could perform like they did under that environment, under that cloud, with that gone now and with a good chairman in place, a good owner in place, then 
the sky's the limit for them. And I think you're right. I've got them certainly up there, just missing out, but I've got them in the playoffs as well. So um, I think they're definitely ones to watch. They've got a good signing from from Norwich, Akin Femwiwa, um, who... I, I had that written down, but I didn't bother. <laughs> but yeah, he was actually um, kind of next in line at Norwich to, to, to go into the first team as a, a centre-back. Um, and Amber Bomadelli actually overtook him whilst he was out on loan. For me, while I was out on loan, Amal Bordelli took took advantage of it and has now kind of got into that setup, which has meant that he's um, kind of surplus to requirements. And I think he's on a loan with a view to um, view to buy. So um, good signing there for them. I think in defence they rated him when he was there last season. So very strong setup, um, and Adkins knows how to get the job done for sure. And odds of 13.0 to win the title, 5.0 to be promoted and 14.0 to be relegated. And um, I'm I'm with you. Definitely a playoff side, at least, I think, Charlton. Fourth place. Wigan Athletic, who (sighs) were near the bottom last year, but things have changed. Yeah, it's like comparing apples and something like not apples. For sure, this season, isn't it? <laughs> Good analogy there, yeah. Um, you know, words just trip off my tongue. They're another team, momentum. They ended our season very well under Richardson. And yeah, they've got an owner who's absolutely minted, and their signings have been <laughs> ridiculous. They've got, uh, but they're not just signing, they're not just going like traditional, like when a club's got money, they, start, they try to sign like journeyman players in the league above. They sign players who have done very well at League One level and Championship. They've got Naylor in from Portsmouth. Who's been around a while. Max Power yeah. returns up from Sunderland. Jordan Cousins from Stoke. Last season, Charlie White scored 26 goals. They got him in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Jack Watmo at centre-back. He's fantastic at Portsmouth. Announced Jordan Jones today that he signed. Another ex-Sunderland player. Callum Lang as well as could be a breakthrough player this year. Yeah, and Richardson's done very well and they've spent well. But they've only, I think they've only paid fee for two players. <laughs> So they've still got a lot of money in the bank so a lot of time in the window to go. So I yeah. think they're going to be well up there. Yeah, I know a lot of people are looking forward to seeing Stephen Humphreys playing as well. Well, I didn't mention him. Humphreys is ridiculous talent. Yeah, he was another yeah. player I thought could have gone to the Championship. Yeah, so a very strong setup at Wigan, most definitely. And as like you know, I kind of joked about it, but it's it's night and day as far as the comparison to where they were at this time last year in complete disarray. Um, to where they are now, which um, you know their fans must be buzzing for the season ahead, uh, and um, I've got them getting promoted automatically. I've got them in second place, a little little higher than you, um, but uh, yeah, going up automatically. Um, odds for them: thirteen point zero to win the title, five point zero to get promoted, and fifteen point zero to get relegated. Wouldn't have thought that those would be the odds last year, though. Absolutely not. No, you could probably put a zero on that. Yeah. For, for them to win it they say more danger definitely get more danger going down than up most definitely an upwardly mobile club one of several in this league I think there's going to be some tears before bedtime with some of these clubs that have got expectations of a automatic finish or a playoff finish that there's going to be two or three at least that are going to miss out all together which is yeah. crazy but what an exciting league to be looking forward to this I season wait, I can't man. wait <laughs> it's going to be mad isn't it and talking of missing out who have you got missing out on automatic motion by one place in third Watford just about last season defeated playoff side Oxford 
Yeah, they've just they just got goals all over the team. They've got Matty Taylor to get goals at this level. Sam Winner was a bit disappointing, but he's 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 scored goals before at this level. They've just got so much creativity behind that. And Billy Bowden, Ryan Williams, Nathan Hollands arrived from uh, West Ham. But it's just uh, they scored seventy seven last year, third top scorers, but they also conceded fifty six and they've lost Atkinson to Bristol City. Yeah. So they they're just lacking in the centre back department. They've got Elliot Moore, six foot five, very good player, and they've got Seddon at left back will face Ruffles, Brannigan and Gorin in midfield, very good protectors of defence. Yeah, it's just couple couple defensive signings and yeah, they'll be well on their way. Yeah, some big lands in this league, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. There's some interesting right. clashes when the six foot three and fours go against the six foot fours and fives. Um, defence and attacks, that'll be interesting to watch. But um, yeah, end of the season, again, we, we mentioned it earlier on uh, with, with teams ending the season on, on fire. They did, didn't they? they? They put a fantastic run together. Unlike Bolton, obviously, who put that run together to get up and promoted, just fell short in the playoffs and you as always, you're going to wonder how that has an impact going into the new season. But they've been there before and done it. They did it the previous season, losing in, losing in the playoffs. So um, I think that playoff semi-finals with Blackpool probably summed up their season, didn't it? It was you mentioned a basketball kind of team last yesterday, and and they would probably fit into that same category. So entertaining to watch, um, but it must be a nightmare to, for for Robinson to to manage watching that happen and unfold in front of him every week. So um, interesting, yeah. Third place again, another side that I I was going to put automatically promoted. I crossed them out and I knocked them down into the playoff place as well. Because I think they might just fall short. So we'll have to see. Yeah, but 18.5 to win the championship. 6.0 to be promoted to the championship. And 11.0 to be relegated. Which brings us neatly on to the top two. Who's going to get promoted? This was the team I thought. At first, I thought they're going to really struggle. But then they played a cup game against Huddersfield the other day. And I looked at their team and was like, that is ridiculous. It's Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. I'm I'm surprised you've got them that high. Um, I'm surprised myself. But, but go on, convince me. Why Why should I expect them to be in the top two? At, yeah, like I said, at first, because they had, had financial problems, 13 players left the club, but they got Darren Moore, who did, as we mentioned earlier, well at Doncaster, settled pre-season. In goal, they've brought in Peacock Farrell, who's a very good loan. In their midfield is ridiculously stacked. They've got Lewis Wing, who's fantastic at Rotherham. George Byers in from Swansea. Gary Bannon, who I think is the best midfield in the league. Luongo is very talented. And they've brought in Shadipo on the wing. Got 11 goals from Oxford. Got Hunt, Iorfa, Hutchinson, Palmer. is a very solid back four. They've brought in a Canadian from Wolves, Theo Corbinu. We'll give them goals. And I think mm. if they get a winger and a centre-back, that's promotion field for them. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. There's a couple of players that stood out to me. Bannon is one that you mentioned there that I'm surprised. There's still obviously about four weeks to go in the window. I'm surprised there aren't championship sides sniffing around him um, to take him back to that level. Um, but let's see if they can um, they can hold on to him. That'll be a massive coup. And there's a player that I was impressed with when I watched him. And he's, he's probably a little bit of a scruffy kind of player. He looks a bit that way. He's Callum Peter Patterson. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it just seems he was kind of midfield and, and then he's gone further forward and just seems to find his find chances 
in in the box to score goals, and uh, obviously Josh Windass as well, who could be um um what about him as well, yeah. Yeah, so it could be interesting. So uh, I think he's out. He's injured at the moment. I think he's going to miss the start of the season. But again, we'll be a bit like a new signer when he comes back. Um, hopefully, he gets back quite quite quickly. But um, we've got it there. And again, what a huge setup! You know, Sheffield Wednesday, another massive club dropping out of the Championship last season. Adding adding to uh, the competition in League One, which is fearsome as we've gone through. Like every time you say a club, I go, "Oof, they're they're low," and then you got to think. Who's, and I was exactly, thinking, who's yeah. left? Who's left? Who's got left? Who's got left? And um, and so the, the big clubs just keep coming at this level. So Sheffield Wednesday, fancied by the bookies to come straight back up to the championship. 11.5 to win the title, 4.0 to be promoted, and 13.0 to get back-to-back relegations, which would be a disaster. But can't see that happening. Um, yeah, I've got them up there. Uh, not quite as high as you, but we'll see see what happens. As you say, you could you can probably throw a handkerchief over probably 10 clubs come the end of the season, I think. Now, I'm trying to work out who you've got left. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this ever since we decided this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Who have you got left who will be finishing in number one position in League One? Well, as you're speaking about big clubs, I think me and you can both agree they're by far the biggest clubs in that region and in this league. So I've got Ipswich. They are the biggest club in Suffolk. You are right. I think they are just about, just just ahead of Bury St. Edmunds town. <laughs> yeah, go on. Got, Convince yeah, me. Paul Cook in, in charge. As we know, they're Cookie. fantastic with Chesterfield, Portsmouth, Wigan. Uh, he, he, he cut like a straight figure at the end of last season. Like, <laughs> when the were walking off, he wouldn't even look at them. That is an understatement and a half. If you haven't seen some of Paul Cook's um, post-match interviews where his voice is gone and he's... Oh, it changes every minute. Varying it, octaves galore. And as you say, can't even look at the players as they walk off. He was... I don't think he even understood quite what he took on last season when he went there. But yeah, Paul Cook, good manager at this level for sure. Cleared out all the dead wood he didn't want. Ten new signings. My favourite goalkeeper, Ladke in goal. <laughs> Glad you got to mention him again. You've been practising that all night, haven't you? Uh, I was. I was up till 4am practising it. Um, got Edmonton in defence, a sign from Rangers. He was very good at Oldham before that move. Penny struggled a bit on Wednesday, but talent's still there. Got Luke Wolfenden in defence, who's been linked with a lot of moves away, and Vincent Young. Then you move on to midfield, where you got Burns, but he can also play right back, sign from Fleetwood. Lee mm-hmm. Evans comes off a very good season with Wigan, they've got Scott Fraser, who I thought was going to get a championship move again. They've brought him in from MK Dons. Yeah. You've got Raheem Harper, who's dropped down in level. He's a player. That's some sign in that. Things. Yeah. And then up front, they've got Bon, Joe Piggott, who scored a lot of goals at Wimbledon, and James Norwood, who always gets goals. And yeah, I think Piggott got 20 last season, surrounded by better players this year, so he'll get close to that again. Recently, they signed Connor Chaplin, who was very good at Barnsley last season, <laughs> played under Cook at Portsmouth. I just yeah. can't bought their team and adding to that they've got Nolan, Dobra who's been fantastic in pre-season. So as we said earlier, if they can gel, I can see them yeah. in the league. In all seriousness, like, I'm gonna, I'll try and be serious here. I think um, <laughs> the players have got, I think it's great when you've got a bit of money to spend, obviously they, they have um, complete you know difference from, from the Marcus Evans reign to where they're at now. And 
the likes of like getting Piggott in, who has scored goals at this level, you know what you're going to get and should do exactly the same thing here. As you say, with, with players around him, it's going to create for him. You know, the hopes were pinned on James Norwood. He's now going to probably struggle to get in this side, um, which shows you the turnaround that they've had. Um, so a couple of standout signings. Um, definitely like the look of Scott Fraser going in there. Um, I think the keeper, Haki, has, uh, Ladke. is, <laughs> is, is potentially a championship goalkeeper. So, definitely. um, you know that's that's a, a great sign in there as well, and you know the, without that shadow of doubt, they've signed some very good players, and and they haven't stopped. Obviously, they're going to continue doing that um, until they think they've you know managed to to get a full squad together, which is gonna which is gonna challenge. And I think it would be astonishing if they didn't challenge. I, as you know, haven't already said who my top two are. I haven't got them in the top two, and the only reason behind that is. A couple of things is the amount of players they're throwing in together. They've not had a great preseason yeah. where they've been trying to work. Um, you know, they've lost a few games in preseason. The fans can't wait for the season to start. To so well, now we're now this is for real. Forget all that. This is for real. Let's go. Getting those players to gel will be a tough task, despite the, the undoubted quality within that squad. And I think they have to hit the ground running Definitely. because the fan base there. Is on a knife edge. <laughs> I think they're so desperate to do well. Um, they're so desperate to get promoted. And you can sense that if they don't get off to a good start, if it doesn't, what you know, say fire straight away, that could be a horrible place to play with fans back in the stadium. Um, even if it'll probably only be half full. But it's yeah, that's my only concern is the jail and and like that club has been, you know, the fans have been absolutely hating life there for the last couple of seasons they're seeing light at the end of the tunnel now they want to <laughs> kind of burst for it so that's what yeah. it comes down to if they start the season to be fair they've started the season well the last couple of seasons then completely blown up but i think if they start the season well this season they'll stay the course and probably get promoted automatically and could run away with it with what they've got the ingredients in there um i've just got my doubts that they will be able to do that and with the other competition around them I think they could just leave themselves a little bit too much to do and will probably drop into the playoffs um, but uh, yeah it wouldn't surprise me also to have them where you are and they get back into the championship so we'll see but they are joint favourites with Sunderland 8.0 to win the title 3.5 to get promoted back to the championship and uh, 21.0 to get relegated which I've put some on. No, I haven't. I haven't paid anyone. <laughs> they, they won't be getting relegated, that's for sure. So um, there we are. That's it. So fantastic. So recap there. Who have you got as your bottom um, bottom four, Matthew? I've got uh, Cambridge. Oh, let me scroll down. Uh, Cambridge, Cheltenham. I can't even remember. Um... <laughs> I've got it written down. See, I'm old school. This is where it works. Cambridge, Cheltenham, Fleetwood and Morecambe yeah. as your bottom four. Uh, my bottom four, Cambridge, Morecambe, Wimbledon and Plymouth. And your top two? Was Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday. Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday. And I've gone for Rotherham and Wigan. So we'll see. Yeah, we've covered it at the top end. I'd be surprised if we didn't stumble across the winner out of, out of those four, to be honest. So um, great news for, for the likes of Oxford and Charlton that we haven't picked them out and they're going to go and romp the league by 20 points now. But we'll see. <laughs> so there we have it. That is League One boxed off. 
League Two yesterday, League One today. Um, we've given you the one to 24. Matthew has for certain. And uh, again, fantastic comment content there, mate. Thank you very much indeed for that. All right. Thank you for having me again. No worries at all. We look forward to seeing what people's comments and reactions are to League One. And uh, that just leaves us the championship. So we'll, um, we'll meet again and we'll go through our one to 24 in the championship. Wow. And I'm looking forward to that already. Oh, my. <laughs> for now, righty, signing out. Cheers again, Matthew. Catch you later, mate. See ya.